Hello, and welcome back to Sad Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 225. Yes, and okay, over the weekend, did several things. I'm going to start off what I did on Friday. Got to hang out with Brayden. We were going to go to the Museum of Museums and then a vegan restaurant um, nearby, and we meet up at the Museum of Museums, and guess what? It was closed for the month of January. Uh, but oh. we did not know that, and it did not seem to say that anywhere on the website. We both had looked at the website, nothing about that. So then we're like, okay, we'll just walk over to the restaurant we were planning to go to. And, you know, Braden looked up the directions to how to walk there. Mm-hmm. It was close. Oh, man. over for two. <laughs> yeah. So then we found a different restaurant and ended up going there, and it was very good. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. We're like, oh, so the whole plan that we made, everything's closed. But the funny part is, so I parked in a parking garage across the street from the Museum of Museums, right? So, mm-hmm. but we went to, we ended up going to dinner somewhere that was a driveway. So Brayden dropped me back off at the parking garage, parking garage, and um, <laughs> it was closed. And we're, she's like, how are you going to get in? And I was like, I don't know. So she, she got a ticket um, to go into the parking garage, right? And so then I had to go and pay, it like scan a code a QR code and like pay with your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. And then I'm like, okay, thumbs up, Brayden. She was going to wait for me. Um, thumbs up. And then she starts heading back out the exit, which is right next to the entrance. Right. Mm-hmm. And she goes up there. I'm in the car behind her. Nothing's happening. She, the door's not opening. Uh, and also she was in there for like less than 15 minutes. We're like, Oh, it'll be free for her. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we're like, Oh shoot. Like that door's not opening. And I guess there was a sign up there. It's like, if you're here past this time, you need to go around, uh, to the other exit. So then Braden like motions to me, come on. And so I just followed her down a few like, uh, levels of the parking, parking garage. And, uh, she is still in front of me. She gets the you know, the thing to get out and she, I, I have my window rolled down. So does she, cause we're ready to get our, the thing to get out of the parking garage. And she's like, oh, dang it. it cost me a dollar. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? That's stupid. Like you were in here for like 10 minutes and all because of me. And so, you know, she paid the dollar gets out. I paid my few dollars get out, but I was like, what? Uh, I mean, thank goodness she was there. Cause like, what would I have done? Yeah. Uh, what a get mess. <laughs> so thank you, Brayden. I would have been stuck in the parking garage overnight. Um, at least it was secure though. No one could get in that easily yeah, or that get was, out. That was easily. the problem. It was too secure. <laughs> yeah. And you couldn't really get out very easily either. Uh, yeah. So that was Friday night on Saturday. We went to a few open houses, also went to the, the wedding show, uh, the Seattle wedding show at the, um, uh, the convention center convention center. Yeah. And man, was it crowded, like so crowded. Uh, you're just walking around. People are shoving brochures in your face. I'm like, I already have a venue already have this or that. I'm like, okay, just keep going. But you know, they did have some, you got some taste, some ice cream. There was like cupcake places all over the place. Everyone's trying to give you a free dessert, a brochure, <laughs> yeah, a, a, a brochure or a dessert or whatever. Uh, and it was just very, very crowded, um, but interesting, just, it was hard to, you know, really pick vendors there, but it was good to see all the options. There are tons of options. Um, it was just, who knew it was that like busy. Yeah, it was, I, it was pretty neat. Like there was like, it took up a lot of space and, uh, you know, like you said, we got a t- 
sample some ice cream, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's some guy that was like motioning us over towards like a photo booth, like, Oh, look at this photo <laughs> booth. It works. He's and, like, look, it, you can make it look like you're in Hogwarts. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to spend money on I'm that like, for the wedding. Yeah. I don't know about that. Like it had like some Snapchat filter where it just modified yeah. the background. It, like puts a, right? Yeah. It puts like a, um, Harry Potter hat or like a witch's hat on you or whatever. Yes. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, we're not going to, and he's like, he's like, it's really cool. Cause then you can take it off the stand and you, then you can take pictures in the middle of the dance floor. I'm like, nah. And the same yeah. guy, the, the same guy was like a DJ and he was like, now, do you want your DJ to go out on the floor on the dance floor with you or stay? Or I'm like, no, I want him to stay behind the, t- him or her to stay behind the table. Like, we don't need the DJ yeah. coming out and dancing. Stay put. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I like, no, show it up all the, all the guests. Yeah. <laughs> I was some like, break dance moves. <laughs> no, I, I really was like, no, they can stay behind their table. <laughs> I want them, like, we need them to be the MC, but we don't need them to be on the dance floor, like fully dancing with everyone. That'd be a right. great job though for them. They just get to dance at weddings, essentially uh, pick the music. And... That sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's your job. If you love it, you love it. Yeah. And then, um, the next day I hung out with Hannah and we actually swapped bridesmaids proposals. I'm going to be at a bridesmaids and her bridesmaid in her wedding and she's me a bridesmaid in mine. So that was kind of fun. And also we used the exact same picture of each other on our little cards that we gave each other. So that was kind of funny too. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, anything else from the weekend, Brian? I think you covered it. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty busy weekend. I did have uh, a story to tell from work though. Okay. So uh, actually just today. So it's a good thing. I don't even know podcast today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I have a fun story to tell. Our company was having like a Seattle branch meeting, right? Mm -hmm. And we have two buildings. So, and this meeting was held in person. So everyone from one building and the building that I was in walked over to the other building. They're about three blocks apart. So it's not like that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after, after the meeting concluded, we all walked all the way back and we had to fill up back our, the building that we all came from. Right. <clears throat> okay. And there's only, there's only so many elevators at the time. So we're like, oh my gosh how are we going to even do this? Like, it's going to take forever just to get up to, I'm on the 13th floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we going to do this? So I said, like, so I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do it. First time ever. I Take walked stairs. 13 floors and oh my God, these stairs are like, <laughs> they, they're, they're regular stairs. They're like, I'm pretty sure they have inclines on every step. <laughs> so you're not even walking upstairs. You're basically walking up a mountain at this point. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm like halfway up on the sixth floor and I'm like, oh my God, my quads are, are like, they start like, you know, like seizing. I'm like, I could do this. And I'm in my dress clothes. I'm like, nobody, nobody knows that I'm having like a, a little panic inside. You have to like <laughs> tell your boss, you're like, actually, I need to, I just walked up 13 flights of stairs to get back to my desk. I need to go home now. I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm feeling a little bad. I need to go home. <laughs> no, no, no. But anyways, I eventually did it and whew, that was a lot. And I, I, you know, I'm proud of myself, but man, I never realized stair stepping was such a, a calorie burn. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's yes, funny. that was wild. But yes, um, yeah. Before we go into our topics, though, I did want to say um, this this month or in January, it was one of the driest Januarys in Seattle history. It was the driest January in 22 years. There was wow. only 3.09 inches of rainfall uh, last month, which is 53 percent of the normal 5.78 inches. 
Um, so in December, we got 7.75 inches of rain this year um, with just 3.36 between the 24th and 27th of December. Uh, I think that was right when we did that, had that like little ice storm, um, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we only had 3.09 inches of rain. And the last time, um, the last time the, this Jan- January was this dry was 2001. And for context, t- context, that was when Wikipedia came online and when iTunes was first released to the public. That was a long time ago. You know, we've had, I guess, very wet Januaries between then and now. So yes. and it was also the 12th driest January in 17, 79 years, which is crazy. Yeah. Actually, I mean... it actually rained um, more in San Diego, L.A., and um sacramento than it did in seattle oh no what's happening <laughs> well you're in the right place for once yeah i mean i i'm not a fan of the rain but uh it is good for the environment and the trees so i hope it does rain soon <laughs> yeah i mean we're still getting plenty yeah. of rain yeah we can so. get a healthy amount of rain not too much not too little mm-hmm. so first topic is yes. the 10 weirdest jobs in the world um, this is an interesting uh, article I found. Uh, we're just going to go back and forth and just kind of talk about these. These are very odd. Um, the first one is a professional sleeper. Uh, a hotel in Finland has hired someone as a professional sleeper to test the comfort of their beds. And the individual sleeps in a different bed each night and writes a review about their satisfaction with each one. That seems so easy. But also, what if you just had a bad night of sleep and you, do you blame it on the mattress? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> that's risky. It's risky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up next, we have a drying paint watcher. Oh. Uh, no, this is not a joke. Someone actually earns a living watching paint dry. Sounds boring. Uh, it does sound very boring. A man in uh, the UK currently has this job. He spends his days uh, painting sheets of cardboard to test how long new paint mixes. Uh, new paint mixes take to dry and then watches them for changes in color and texture boring. Yep. yeah very boring i hope that, he gets paid well for that because that's just so boring although it's so easy so he probably doesn't this one's a little more exciting that i this could also probably get boring um it's a full-time netflix viewer um netflix hi- has hired someone to watch all of their content before it's available to the public and their role is to review and assign each program its correct tag which helps viewers to find exactly what they're looking for, whether it's like a romantic crime movie or a uh, uh, witty talking animal TV show. Like they just name, like they just t- tag each thing. But that's, I mean, you can only watch so much TV in, in a row. And it'd be like, that's so weird. But you, you, you know, you get off from work, like your normal job, and you're just like, oh, I'm going to go watch TV. You just watch TV all day for your job. Yeah. I don't understand why when they're uploading the, the video in the first place, why it doesn't come with tags on it. Why, why some other rando person have to it's figure it out? human element, okay. I guess. I, I guess. All right. Well, up next, we have train pusher. Uh, if you think the London Underground is bad, you should see the trains in Japan. Oshias, I probably botched that really bad. They're hired uh, to help cram as many people into a train as possible. What? By, by pushing them from the outside until the doors were closed. I don't want to get pushed into a train. So, so it's like, I can see it's very cartoonish. Like you yeah. try to fill something up and there's just someone just like trying to, it's, 
jam you into a train car. Like a clown car when you're getting yeah, like, out like, of the like, train. Like, like someone trying to like shove all their like clothes in a suitcase. It's just yeah. someone trying to shove people into a train. I would not car. like to be shoved up against random people I don't know. Mary, that's just the culture. You have no choice. I, I guess. <laughs> okay, next step is a professional mourner. It's a tradition in Southeast Asia that a loud funeral will, will assist the dead as they travel to the afterlife. So professional mourners are hired to cry and weep loudly throughout the service. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I wonder if I can just, if those exist in America too, that's Uh, just, (laughs) just send one after someone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyways. uh, So up next, we have a snake milker and this is not for the light of heart. Uh, This job uh, is basically uh, when people have to collect the venomous poison of snakes and, you know, have it in jars. And this is for, you know, anti-venoms and medication. Hmm. Uh, You know, thank goodness someone's brave enough for that. Yeah. yeah. Next up is a dog food taster. Um, they taste all the new dog food products, including Ugh. bones, tinned <laughs> meat, ugh, and biscuits. They do this to test for flavor and texture in comparison to rival dog food brands and human food. Ew. That like, is so gross. <laughs> I mean, can't they just have? I mean, I don't. I guess why don't they have a dog? dog yeah. yeah. But, why can't you have a dog say it's, it tastes good? Well, they can't really communicate as easily as well, they, yeah, I yeah. guess not. <laughs> but like also, do we have the same type of palate as a dog? Like a dog might like different obviously likes different things than we do. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Okay. Up next we have an odor judge. I'd be terrible uh, at this. Yeah, I know. In order to test the, the effectiveness of effectiveness of new products, odor judges are hired to smell volunteers' breath feet and armpits oh that's so gross they make sure their judgment is accurate uh the members of the staff have to make sure their their um judgment is accurate accurate members of the staff have their sense of smell tested monthly how do you so t- test that i don't know they have to i guess they have to have premium noses <laughs> huh. uh let's hope these products are doing uh the trick for the judge's sake so they're not don't have to smell all these you know armpits and breath Ugh. yeah that's that's a bad job job i would not want that um next up is a marmot taster um the responsible for checking each batch of marmot is the correct texture consistency and flavor um and there's one guy named saint john skelton who's been doing this for 30 years and he's eaten around three thousand jars of the stuff i don't really know what marmot is but that doesn't sound that's a lot great. of jars of anything <laughs> yeah that's a lot <laughs> Um, yeah i don't know what a marmot really is but that's okay doesn't sound great if it's a pickle pickle taster then i'd be sign me up sign you up yeah (laughs) okay and then lastly we have a scuba diving pizza delivery man oh my goodness that sounds fancy oh Uh, i have i've heard of this before have you yeah okay well apparently this is in florida so if in fact an underwater hotel in florida isn't bizarre enough add on to that they have a scuba diving pizza delivery man who supplies them with pizza by carrying them through the sea in a watertight case. What a service. Yes. I've heard of this hotel before. Um, you're underground, you know, underwater, uh, which would be pretty scary. Just, you know, what if something happened, uh, something came loose. Um, but yeah, that was like one of the services that you could get pizza delivered to your hotel room. Wow. Yeah. Talk, I hope they tip this diver well because he's like literally going through the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. weird. That's a lot. Yeah. 
Upside is an app that partners with businesses to give you cash back on everyday purchases. After downloading the app, you'll see several nearby offers for gas stations and restaurants. Claim an offer, go to the gas station or restaurant, then upload your receipt to earn cash back to cash out to your bank account or pick a gift card. Go to sasstoriessarcasm.com slash upside to get 15 cents per gallon cash back the first time you use upside to get gas. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sasstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. So today is Groundhog's Day and uh, Phil the Groundhog saw his shadow. So that means uh, yeah. So six more weeks of winter. Yeah, six more weeks, weeks of winter. Each February 2nd on Groundhog's Day, members of the Puxatani Groundhog Club make their way to pil- to pilgrimage to Gobbler's Knob. That's that's Phil's official home. Okay. Uh, the group waits for Phil to leave his burrow, and legend has it, if he sees his shadow, we're in for six more weeks of winter. Uh, if he doesn't, we get a bask in an early spring. Of course, early scientific, uh, you know, scientifically speaking, winter will officially come at the end of the equinox on March twentieth. Regardless of what Phil predicts. Yeah, he doesn't have um, like a degree in this, a meteorology degree. He just decides if he wants to come out or not, or see a shadow or not. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, If the sun is shining that day, essentially. Right. And then, so we have, so we're going to go into how accurate his his predictions are. But first, Mary, you wanted to enlighten us on some historical aspects of Groundhog's Day. Well, not historical aspects, but some there's similar holidays in other uh, cultures. Mm. Um, and so um, in the tradition celebrated by Orthodox Christians, there's a similar holiday um, on the same day in Serbia called, I'm going to butcher this, Sretenji, which mm-hmm. translates to the meeting of the Lord. Um, and it, it is believed that the, a bear will awaken from hibernation. Um, just like a groundhog, if it sees its shadow, it'll it will get scared and run back to the cave for 40 more days of sleep. <laughs> um, so hopefully it's a sunny day in Serbia. Um, another one is even more difficult to pronounce. Um, it's a German tradition um, that determines the amount of rainfall they will have in the summer. It's called Sieben Schlafertag. Um, Good enough. <laughs> uh, it means seven sleepers day. And this is not to be confused with Sieben Schlafer, which means squirrel. A squirrel has nothing to do with this day. On June 27th, if it's rainy, that means that the rest of summer will have lots of rain. But if it's sunny and clear that day, then the summer will be bright and sunny. Uh, and there's also a similar tradition in the UK uh, called St. Schwithen's Day. If it rains on that day, it will rain for the next 40 days and nights. Yikes. Wow. And then lastly, there's Marmot Day. Um, in Alaska, they celebrate Marmot Day on February 2nd today because there is such a low population of groundhogs. 
Right, right. I wonder if it started off with that, the Christian uh, Orthodox tradition of the bear, and then people just kind of branched out because they didn't have any bears. So they're like, ah, we'll use this, a groundhog. <laughs> I guess. I've no or, idea. ah, we'll use a marmot. <laughs> and we'll just we'll, we'll use whatever animal. We'll just use my dog and see if he sees the shadow or not. Yeah, I mean, my dog probably would be scared of a shadow, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, coming back to uh, Groundhog's Day and how accurate uh, uh, Puxatani Phil is, uh, let's see. So he has about a 40% success rate in the past 10 years. So not so good. Uh, between, of course, apparently they've been tracking it for like, like over Since 100, the 1880s. 200 years. Yeah, between 1887 and 2002, Phil has seen his shadow 107 times and didn't see his shadow 20 times. So oh. he, he really does see his shadow a lot more. <laughs> um, and this, and this is according to the records kept by the Puxatani uh, Groundhog Club and Storm Facts uh, Almanac. So that's, that's, I mean, these are, these are legit predictions. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, Phil's less than perfect predictions were rated by comparing them to the U.S. national temperatures, according to the NOAA. Um, so he's, he's definitely not right. A lot, but you know, only forty percent of the time. Uh, despite this, Phil has proven himself to be a devoted prognosticator year after year, and is a true icon of the world of weather forecasting. <laughs> For these reasons and many more, Phil was inducted into the twenty twenty three Meteorologist Hall of Fame no. by the Weather Discovery Channel. Oh, so why? He, yeah, he's he's just out there. He's wrong most of the Collecting time, his award, hey, forty percent. That's that's better than thirty percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty poor. I mean, either you're right or you're wrong. If you mm -hmm. flipped a coin, you probably, you would have had 50%. So that's actually really bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes. So don't take Groundhog's Day too seriously because it's, he's only right 40% of the time. Just Great. So that. I'm just going to take that as spring is coming sooner. Even I'll if take it, that too. <laughs> I'll just split the difference and say, you know, instead of six more weeks of winter, we'll have three more weeks of winter and then go to spring. That'd be great. Sounds like a deal to me. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for this week, but uh, hope you ev everyone has a great week and talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.